Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Halftime Feltham FM podcast. Sponsored by NRG Marketing. I am Freddie Gattrell. And I am Harvey Andrews. And uh, this is season three, episode one. And with it, with it being an episode one, this is obviously our, our first time doing anything remotely like this. So Yeah, we're not great so far. Yeah, so... Um, this is like this is quite a few takes in already, so <laughs> we want to um want to apologise for any mistakes that we ma- that, we, that we're going to make, stutter like stuttering or you know silences, but we're we're trying our hardest, so yeah, so we we'll get into it. Yeah, we hope hope you enjoy. Right, so first of all, we're talking about England, yeah. Yes, we are. England game last night, yeah, one so nil against Slovenia. Yeah, so the date's the sixth. It was yesterday, the fifth, and uh, not the best game, to be honest. No, that's what I heard. Yeah, didn't go well. Yeah. At the start, it was more like missed chances. You had Kane just smashing it over the ball all the time. Yeah, yeah that is, that's, that's what I've heard. I'm pretty sure yeah. uh, Sterling, he missed, I think it was Sterling, missed an open goal or something like that. Yep. Didn't do the best. But then, what was it? We had Harry Kane absolutely banging a header at like the ni- 94th Nin- minute. 94th minute. Was it, was it crossed from? Yeah, I can't remember who the cross was from. To be honest, I kind of switched it off for the 70th minute because I got really bored, but then I watched the highlights after. Yeah, but th- still, this is this is what I've heard as well that the game was uh, not the most captivating, shall we say? No, there was a video on Facebook about half time. There was a paper aeroplane. Yeah, Someone yeah, had it through in the goal. I saw that. I saw <laughs> everyone that. goes funny. mental. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've seen that. Like, so the fans were clearly making their own entertainment throughout this game. So uh, we reached the World Cup qualifier. World Cup. Yeah. So yeah. we are we are going to World Cup Russia. So um, I'm not sure how well we'll do with that. I, d- I doubt we're do. You think we we'll get another well. manager? Or because I don't know about Gareth Southgate at the moment. He's a bit. I mean, he had one goal that was set by the FA, which was to get qualified for the um, for the World Cup, and he's done that. So it will be Southgate, I can imagine. Yeah, but, but it does it doesn't fill England supporters with optimism for the tournament. I kind of want a new manager, like an old player. Like I don't know, Ryan Giggs, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, well, Southgate was an old old player. But yeah. He, even as a player, he wasn't the most. Exciting, didn't really was he really? Hear much about him, to be honest. No. Um, and then because like I was thinking about Gary Neville, but then with his whole thing yeah, with Valencia, that didn't really go well, did yeah. it? So. No, Valencia, he was a he, w- he wasn't the greatest of managers. <laughs> he was awful. <laughs> yeah, bottom of the table with Valencia. So I don't really know if he'd be a good good fit. I thought Alan Shearer. Oh yeah, but he's more of a pundit, really, isn't he? So he uh, he's a good pundit, but he hasn't been tested. Man, oh, we could say the interim manager at Newcastle. But that was about it, really. I just hope. You know, Gav Southgate doesn't do Sam Allardyce and, you know, yeah, say horrible stuff about England that. team and, you know. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. I mean, hopefully, at the World Cup, we can we can do well. But, it, it yeah, it doesn't feel, as an England fan myself, obviously, as well as half. Yeah. We don't exactly fill ourselves with optimism. We just, we just pass back to the keeper most of the time, to be honest. It's really we're annoying. We're just such a boring team, really. Yeah. I've gone to see England plenty of time at Wembley and... I don't think I've even ever scored more, ever seen England score more than two goals. So no, there's I can't count the many times I've turned the TV off because I got so bored in my life. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. We haven't said, but we will say now. We're not gonna. We're not gonna. Clar- uh, we're not gonna reveal the teams we support, the Premier League clubs we support, for the integrity of the show, really, so we don't get hammered and get loads <laughs> of stick. Also. Because we, we don't want we don't want the uh, the listeners to be to be thinking that we're biased, which of course we would never be. But um, no, nah, never, never. So of not. we're not going to reveal the clubs we support. But you know, feel free to uh, to try and work it out for yourselves. I mean, there there probably be definitely be hinters. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Be prepared. Right. So who we got at the top at the moment? Isn't it 
So for the Premier League, Crystal Palace, are we? Well, Crystal that's Palace. A, that's a lovely story, isn't it? They're, they're um, they were doing what they were doing all right last year, weren't they? They were like sort of where were they last year? They were like they were sort yeah. of mid table, weren't mid, they? Mid to low table. They did yeah. okay. Sam Allardyce came in. Near the end of the season, and he helped them survive. But and then they went to England. Now what's happened is an absolute calamity. You've got Benteke out. Benteke injured. out for a couple of months, yeah. Their striker is... is it, didn't he play for like a non-league team or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was the... um. They had a uh, youngster, youngster playing up front. Can't quite remember his name, but... He had literally recently, recently came back from loan from playing at a non-league side. So they just have not... They had the quality that they need for a Premier League club. They just don't have it. Yeah, they're definitely going down this season. I can see that happening. I, I don't think Roy... Roy Hogson's not... Oh, he's a bit old now, isn't he? I think he's he's had enough. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just I just don't think he's... I just don't think he's got what it takes to keep him up. I really. mean, with England, it was a bit... It was a bit iffy, wasn't it? And now with Crystal Palace, he's... I think he knows he's going down. He can see it. He's not really giving much effort into, like, you know, on the sidelines and all that. God, it's just going to be so hard for him to... Um, for him to manage to keep him up. They're just... They're lacking so much confidence right now. It's it's ridiculous. I can imagine him having a heart attack on the sidelines <laughs> as well. I know he's he's quite old, isn't he? As well. Who else? Who other players have they got? They've got Zaha. I rate Zaha. I, I think he's out injured as well. Yeah, but I rate him. I remember he played for you know. Did he go on loan to United or or did they buy him and then Crystal Palace bought him back? Uh, Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace bought him. Yeah, that was weird because they've sorry like, played like two games at Man United. Mm. Yeah, but their their form is underwhelming and frankly embarrassing. Pretty funny, to be eight, honest. Eight games in a row. Eight games in a row. They haven't, they haven't scored. They, they haven't even scored a goal, which has broken a yeah. hundred twenty-five year old record. <laughs> hundred twenty-five. Hundred twenty-five year old <laughs> record, which is absolutely awful. You just you just have to feel for them. They're, they're supporters. They're supporters. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what do you do at that point? Well, they're still supporting to be fair every single yeah, game I know, but you, yeah but how many people must leave a game like you know towards the end you always have those fans that are like walk out before the game I ends know, yeah, there must be loads of them I don't know it's not good it's not good it's 1,908 minutes 38 shots no goals what, what for Crystal Palace Crystal Palace which is wow yeah it's awful really isn't it not very special let's talk about the uh, the Premier League We'll, uh, we'll we'll check the table. We'll, we can discuss. We can discuss the talking points. Yeah. So the hard lies of this league. It's we got Man City. Ma- t- are they Man, t- Man City are oppressing me. Yeah, but then you've no also bounds. got you've also got Man United, who Man United also doing with Jose Mourinho are doing similar to Man City, but just Man City. God, Guardiola had to build his team, and it took him a season. Everyone was like, "Oh, he's he's doing awful," but he's really has turned it on now. He managed to get the players he needed, signing Mendy, Bernardo Silva, yeah, They've Kyle Walker. He needed a new wing backs because they had they had a who they had before they had Zabaleta. Yeah, is that he was he's old. He was old, he's old. He's at West Ham Just now. Get rid of him. And then they had Bakary Sanya, who was also old. So th- th- that's what the areas <laughs> needed to strengthen. It yeah, was great as well as so like they don't need Aguero anymore because when they play against Chelsea, yeah, like what was it? It was one one two. Because I know it was 1-0. 1-0, one nil, one yeah, nil against De Bru- Chelsea. Yeah, De Bruyne, De Bruyne scored. scored an absolute banger. But the whole team, the amount, the amount of individual talent in that team, it's just disgusting, isn't it? Yeah, if they could all just, I don't know. I've been watching match today. They don't. I don't see a great amount of like, great passing that I've seen in other teams, but no. Well, uh, 
that is that is trying to Pep Guardiola's ideology. He has he has a rule. He goes in skaters teams. It's you have to win the ball back within eight seconds. Really? It's a bit so harsh. I mean, yeah, it, it's it's a hard hard thing. To, it's so, sometimes it's unrealistic, but it's a harder. Um, I mean, it gets their players to perform, so it's it's pretty good. But yeah, they're just playing amazing. There's, there are 19 points, but they're also joint with Manchester United. Oh. And they're, only, they're only top on goal difference, scoring one goal. goal they? Wow. Man United are Man United, Lukaku, on absolute flames recently. <laughs> he scored in every single game, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's, yeah, he, he scored in, I think it's like 11 goals. In, it's 11 goals in 10 games for Lukaku, I believe. Yeah, I've seen all the memes about it. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, he is just he's a different class, really. And then you've got Paul Pogba, but he's out of in- injury right now. Yeah, but you think, you've got to remember, like, your team's amazing pretty much at the moment. Yeah. And Man, then... Yeah, Man United is pretty good at Man the moment. Man United is just too good. And then you're thinking they're going to add Zlatan in the next oh couple yeah, of he's months. Oh, yeah, he's coming back in, like, Christmas or something. So when you, well when you have such a ca- charismatic leader, but also an absolute... Beast of a player coming into hmm, the team. Yeah, I mean, and we've I mean, got a world class goalkeeper as well. De Gea is he's he's one of the best in the world, isn't he? You've got a. I personally. Who do you, who think, do you think's the only, better? The only keeper, that bearing in mind we, we talk about them at their top of top of their top of their powers, <laughs> best form they can have. I'd probably say Manuel Neuer, but oh yeah, Neuer or Buffon maybe. Buffon, Buffon's a bit old. Buffon's, I yeah. think he may be past. It. I mean, he's still. Look an unbelievable keeper, but yeah, yeah, he's retiring. I think at the end of the season. Yeah, he's thirty-nine, forty. Yeah, he said this is the last time he wants to try and win the Champions League because you know he got to the final last time they lost, didn't they? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, De Gea is definitely at the height of his powers, second, and also he's younger than um, he's younger than Manuel Neuer, so mm. he's got he's still got more time to uh, improve, improve because goalkeepers are sort of like a fine wine. They are. Uh, they improve. They <laughs> improve of age, don't they? So, I mean, that evidence with that with Buffon, of course, he's an absolute amazing keeper. Petr Cech as well. He's old, and but he's getting better and better, if anything. And after that, we've got Tottenham, haven't we? Third. Tottenham are third on fourteen points. Yeah, so that's made up of Kane and I don't know Deli Ali really. I think it's just it? Kane, Kane, Harry Kane, Harry Kane. I can see if he carries on with the form he's got, he could go for a Ballon d'Or maybe. A Reali- realistically, he's if he doesn't get nominated, then. FIFA need to get looking yeah. at corruption again because he. Cause it's it's also going to be it's going to be Messi, Ronaldo, but who else maybe? Me- Messi, Ronaldo, Neymar, Neymar, Suarez because he got like forty six goals. Okay, last yeah, season. Suarez, yeah. Although he's had a pretty awful season this season because it counts the beginning of this season as well, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, when he ripped his shirt. Yeah. Didn't he? It, yeah behind closed doors, that was closed doors game, that was yeah. lovely. But um, Kane's Kane's got to be up there within the top four players because he's got how many top scorers? Like he's been like. Top scorer of the league. He's been top sc- twice. Twice. It's at least twice. Two times in a row. Yeah. Last season, 2016-17, and then 15-16 as well. Yeah. Yeah. He he's just he's different class. His accuracy is his main trait. He can he can just score from anywhere with a bit. If oh. you give him time to shoot, he'll place it bottom corner, <laughs> top corner. Just smash it really. Smash it in in from the crossbar. He's just absolutely different. I want to see him lead England. Yeah, like that, he, was captain, he was captain last night. Captain last night, he popped up with a captain performance with a last with a last minute goal. So he just is. Yeah, he's different class at the moment, and he's helping Tottenham. Mm. And obviously Ericsson. So oh, Ericsson, yeah, he's the, 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 yeah. the usual suspects really at Tottenham. I think he scores all the free kicks, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, he's he's very good. He's, he's pretty kicks. good. Yeah, 
Because think uh, about Deli Alley against Huddersfield with the diving. Uh, Deli Alley, yeah, where he scores good goals. Like, yeah. do you remember that volley he did against Crystal Palace? Actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that on the knee knockdown, dipping into the back of the net. That was that was really good. Yeah. And then, uh, but I don't know. He's he's still really young, isn't he? He's twenty one, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So. He, and he needs to mature up a bit because I see him like you know what Definitely. he did to the um, referee. He's got banned, hasn't he? Cause yeah, he like for England, uh, he he did a rude hands gesture to towards uh, swore at the ref. It, it, it was it looked like it was a ref, but he did say it oh. was uh, Eric Dyer, his good mate Eric Dyer. Oh. But <laughs> I, that seems like a seems like a pretty pretty poor excuse if I'm honest. Yeah, but I think diving it just it's just the most embarrassing thing really. But it just diving does, it does need to be taken out of the game. Which is the new ruling, of course. Now it's the uh, yellow card for simulation, which I think is a yeah, I yeah. I see, I see that a lot. It's all it just ruins it, really. The experience, like you see that, it's just like what you're doing. Because when you think off. about it, like when when Deli Ali was running through, all he had, he, he would have had a, there was an open opportunity. He was past the defender, and he threw himself on the floor like an absolute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's just a foolish thing to do. I think I saw one the other day. Some guy literally. He dived, but he did a sort of dolphin dive. So he that had his hands. Um, uh, Who was it? Francis Coquelin. Yeah, he, he had his um, hands by his side, and then just, you know. Yeah. It's that pronunciation <laughs> as well. Coquelin. Coquelin. <laughs> 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 proper French. But, um, yeah, that, that, was, that, was, that was so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> we have a couple of talking points to, uh, to help fill up our, our podcast. And we'll, um, we'll have new ones of these each week, hopefully. Yeah. So... What I was think, what I was, one I was gonna do, is buy or promote players to the first team. So do you reckon you can buy success, for example, Manchester City, Manchester United, or w- do you prefer what just getting promoted, getting no. players up through the youth teams, like oh like yeah, 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 yeah. So, Borussia Dortmund are a are a key team for doing this. They are the amount of talent they make from there. Yeah, but that's like you know, Pula Six. Pulisic, the uh, heard of him, yeah. The talented youngster for from America, who came up the Dortmund youth team. I mean, it is it's it's a, it's a better way to win titles really than just buying players it, from. It, it seems more natural. It seems like the way titles should be it's won. Really, yeah, it's the way it used it used to be won before, like all this money and like hundred mil players got. Yeah, exactly. Put into but it. teams like Manchester Manchester City and Manchester United, yeah, yeah as good as they are, they are unbelievable teams. Yeah, like but Lukaku they are renowned. For buying, buying their success because when you think about it, Manchester City is basically lo- basically funded by a country. Yeah, it's, it's um, Saudi Arabian countries, uh, and literally the amount of funding they have, it's pretty much that of a country. So it is, it is a bit annoying seeing all this money putting into it. To be fair, because so wh- when you s- when you support a low, uh, lower down the less rich team, it's just infuriating. Yeah, because like seeing teams buying success. Half these half these players have just came from the best clubs in the world, come in the prem, and most most of the time, excluding players like Di Maria, of course, <laughs> can uh can just basically help teams win the league. So it's yeah, just infuriating when, when when the money's not an option, when you're not funded by a when you're not funded by, a, for instance, yeah, a country, an outside, and one know. of the richest countries in the world, it's just. You, c- so you can't really, you can't compete. You, there's really, nowhere you? competing. The only but, um, I go, I go. You know, you watch Bogner as well, don't you? Yeah, Bogner just down a C, yeah. 
Yeah, they just. Team. I mean, they haven't got a lot of money, you know, invested in. in no, them. definitely not. But I love just seeing the players like working together like every single week. It is the chemistry between them. That's definitely what I love watching. Yeah, that, really. that's definitely a subject we we'll be touching on as well. Is the uh, is Bognor Regis Town FC, which is obviously a local team. Me and Harvey both have season tickets. And, uh, oh, I didn't get one actually. They said <laughs> they would give me okay. one, but they never did. So right, well, I, I have a season ticket, but um, e- even so, we we both go and watch them regularly. Yeah, not regularly enough for me, I'm afraid. But um, so we'll definitely be touching on them, speaking about their form in the Vanarama League South, which is we're newly promoted into now, isn't it? Yeah, we uh won in playoffs last year, which, which was exciting, which is great. Best game. experience of my life. Pitch and pitch invasions. You were there, weren't you? I was. Yeah, yeah. Ran, ran on. There was a big old pitch invasion, flares jumping around the players. Yeah, it was great. Jumped on the back of um Dan Lincoln, the goalkeeper. Yeah, oh no, he was a he was he was a, he's a beat. Really. He's still he's st- he's amazing now. To be fair, like. Yeah, it's true. One week when we watch him, he just he just saves he saves the team a lot. To be fair, he definitely saves. But I mean, then we've also got ten points. Yes, we've got Ollie Pierce up front, who's just dances his way through the whole defense. Really, can't he? Yeah, he is very good. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) he looks great. Okay, right. Um, I'm gonna have a talk about more technology or more officials. What do you think? Technology, in my opinion. Because goal on technology, that's been implanted, isn't it? Like, it's not everywhere, but it's coming. Pretty much in every major competition. Yeah. I mean, if it reached down to low leagues, then it'd be sorted out, really, wouldn't it? At, at, in every country. In yeah, every low we should also do, like, what they do in rugby, because they, like, the referees sometimes, they go, you know, they look at a screen, and yeah, then everyone no. can see it, like, VAR, if it's or not. Yeah, see, that's what I'm thinking. If VAR, if we can get that integrated fully, because they tried it out the, at the Confederation Cups this summer, Mm. So that was the uh, that was the tournament Germany one, unsurprisingly. But um, they they tested quite a few things, and VAR was one of them. So they um, it would add length to the game, because yeah, it, it, it took about five minutes, but it would give a solid decision. It'd be fair, wouldn't it? But I, I feel like it it might ruin the fluidity of the game of football. You know yeah, but it w- yeah, but it think w- of Barcelona at their prime, passing it around, like, and every little decision the referee would just sort of just re. Within theory, if it was easy to uh, essentially easy to for them to fix and yeah. sort out, then then it would if su- such nice flow on the game, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Whereas, well, um, whereas w- with the VAR, it's a decent five minutes with the referee waiting to get his stuff and uh, waiting to get his information to his headset, the linesman they're all speaking, the players are sort of just drumming, their, you know, metaphorically drumming their fingers on the <laughs> table, really. So. Yeah, but it also it will stop because what I hate as well is how you have all the players crowding the keeper. Yeah, yeah. Like sometimes it's like I've seen some people even push the referee. The referee. Did I yeah. say I said keeper? Didn't I? You did. Yeah, ref. <laughs> I mean, okay, I meant referee. Yeah. Yeah, they all crowd the referee, and yeah, um, yeah it's like it, r- it ruins it because like it's the referees meant to do his job, and then they're just trying to get in the way yeah, and stop no, him doing that. It is true. It's just the the passion. It's the passion, isn't it? Really. Yeah, they want to. W- they want to win. I get that, but it's like if you get. You know, technology in there. They won't have to argue, will they? It's true. It, they just all they need to do. I, I am, I'm with technology. So I think the, uh, the, the fifth, sixth, fifth, sixth, and seventh and eighth officials for the Champions League are the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know the geezers who stand, Eve Render the. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they just. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> stand up with a little stick, looking like absolute mugs, and yeah, yeah, yeah. they really just don't offer anything, do they? Like, and then you have. Uh, when it comes to their their time to actually do give a decision, 
they like weren't looking or something. It's, it's <laughs> so so stupid. It looks it. Sometimes I think it's rigged, but I know, I know it's not. But like, yeah, it's a thing you can talk about in it because you have like, you have like wrestling and all that that used to like everyone thought it was real, but then, yeah, n- I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's so, there's some parts you think like it's so stupid it might be rigged, but <laughs> no, it is. No, I think it truly is just stupid to be fair. Like them referees. I, I'm a, I assume they get paid quite a bit, but like, yeah, what, like, just go away. Well, I mean, to be fair, most players aren't really the smartest, are they? I mean, because you have Messi, who's just playing football since he was born, really, hasn't yeah. had time for school. So, I guess so. I guess so. That's true. But um, in place of them, ridiculous referees. Like, just had get rid of them referees because they're they're clearly useless. They don't offer anything. But if we um, if we replace that with some more technology, some extra cameras. The future is now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. The future is now. I mean, we need to integrate these cameras, really. But um, yeah, because we were not really done before the World Cup. Oh yeah, the World Cup definitely needs all that. Because where is it? It's um, it is in Russia. Russia, yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking of Russia, racism in Russia. All oh, racism, yeah. The hooliganism in Russia. Um, it it doesn't sort of. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't seem like the nicest place to go for a uh, for for a World Cup. You know what I mean? As a travelling fan. Yeah, but they'll have to they'll have to manage that because it's a World Cup. They've obviously seen everything, I and mean, they just want to be like. Because I've been seeing things, doc- little mini documentaries of uh, of Russian hooligans. Oh yeah. And they are stupid, aren't they? They were. They are off the rails, they're, to they're be fair. Absolute nutty geezers. <laughs> they were absolutely crazy, and they were like, um, we used to idolise the uh, the British hooligans. And we've um, there's less of us than, than there are of the British ones because it's usually BBC. Yeah. Um, less of us than there are of you, but um, there's about two hundred of us, but we're all trained in like mixed martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Why would you? I know, but like, isn't like you know, we have the World Cup in Russia, but isn't like alcohol and that all like like less and all that? I mean, I'm not sure about that, but no, because like you have like fans getting you know off their nut and then doing really stupid stuff. Yeah. All I'm afraid of really. Is someone's gonna die? Someone's That's gonna get absolutely. Many people are gonna get battered by these fans. They need to. They need to sort it out. And also, the racism in the stands, in the terraces, like it is a disgusting issue. Really, to be fair, they're, they're absolutely awful. I've actually recently written an essay, just in case anyone cared, yeah. for English language about racism in, in, uh, in football. And Russia's at the t- at the uh, at the forefront, really. No, notorious for it all, aren't they? Just your football society is <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Absolutely nuts. So, uh, okay, that is the podcast. Yeah, that's well. So, some good talking points there, really. I really didn't think I could do that, but I know neither did I. We managed to make it the whole way through. Um, hopefully, I didn't speak too fast or slur, which I didn't sound like Eminem. Yeah, (laughs) like I sped up Eminem. So, uh, if I did, please let me know somehow. I don't really know. Is there like a comment for something? I don't really know. Uh, Yeah, yeah, there's there's comments if you yeah. I think so on the if app on. If there are, leave, leave a comment, give us praise and and uh, tell us what to do better. Tell us what to and do better. Uh, yeah, no horrible comments, thanks. Yeah, haters, we'll block you out, okay? <laughs> but um, yeah, thank you very much for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you uh, a couple of weeks time with the next <laughs> podcast. We'll um, hopefully improve even more next time. And this has been Harvey and Freddie. So, so thanks a lot. We'll see you soon, guys. Bye. Bye.